Welcome to family special guest. What's up, man? Clayton English. Uh, Brandon Simon. JB. Andy Brant Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. Man, Brandon's got it all figured out with the lavalier mic. Touch the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. He just bends into the chair and talks to the chair. I want you to hear me breathing, you know? That's a really good move. You Clint Eastwood do that? Talk to the chair? Yeah. You're yeah, pulling yeah. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be right back with Clayton English at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, two shows both nights. Right back with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. That works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. Oh, that's great. Two black guys show up. She's playing very white. No, no it's the voice it's thing. Voice. It's the voice thing. Yeah, I knew his voice it is very Why? I told Clayton. I, I got a very white voice. Yeah. I wish I could hold the tone. <laughs> I don't know why. Yes. Very white cover band. <laughs> Clayton, I was telling you, you know, on Thursday, I just I told you yesterday, you got to start doing voiceovers. Yeah, no, I'm trying to. I'm trying to do it more often. I told you me and Real Battle just did uh, some Rel. voice stuff for animated stuff. So. Yeah, Rel's great. Right. Yeah, he's he a good dude. Yeah, he was yeah. just here last week. Yeah. Yeah. Last week he was mm -hmm. here. Yeah. You know he got a twin. Yeah, it was. He mentioned that briefly. I, yeah. Like I didn't know, and so like I saw. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" <laughs> hey, and I'm talking about like comedy stuff, and he's like. You must think I'm my brother. <laughs> I was like, no, I think you're funny. you. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it's an identical twin brother. Yeah, I wonder what that's like to grow up with it. Yeah. Somebody looks and acts and sounds just like That'd you. That'd be weird. Man, I've, I, I don't know. I would definitely do the thing where you, you know, you switch or mm -hmm. the person goes and does yeah. your thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Parent trap. Like, yeah. I would book multiple shows. Oh yeah! Like I would be here and oh, doing a show across the country, <laughs> and it's me, Clayton English. And folks be like, "He's doing two shows." Don't worry, don't worry. Technology is advanced. <laughs> it's all technology. Holograms, everything. Oh God, it's wonderful. We were talking about Atlanta earlier this week too. I, I just, I love that city. I don't. Yeah. We didn't really get a chance to talk about it much, but I love Atlanta. Oh, it's a good city, man. It's, it really uh, is. It's a good place. I'm glad I started comedy there. Like, it, yeah. it makes you strong. And I feel like if I would have started some other places, it just, I don't know. It's like, you know, you can develop bad habits, like, in a sport or, yeah. or something. Like, yep. I think some cities is just like, oh... You start thinking that it's always the crowd. <laughs> yeah, well, like, so like, we just don't have good crowds out here. And I'm like, yeah. that's impossible. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there you go. Now, Atlanta, I tell you what, the, 
the restaurants there are phenomenal. The entertainment's terrific. All yes. the sports uh, stadiums and, and arenas. One thing I did, Catherine and I, my wife and I, drove up from Florida all the way up here. Okay. And, of course, you go through Atlanta. And so we went through Atlanta and like six, seven lanes of freeway. Yeah. Beautiful. And I got up here, and you're lucky to have one lane. Mm. It's like, would you go to Atlanta and <laughs> learn how to install yeah. a freeway? Yeah, well, well, they're the best in the United States. Well, we I don't know about that. Really? Because we had a whole overpass collapse. Right. Oh. Well, it, you don't want that. But yeah, that was because yeah. of fire underneath, though. Yeah, but they tried to blame it on a crackhead or a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, it was a homeless person squatting under the bridge, and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, man. hold on, all the crack that has been smoked and no one's blown up a bridge and you mean to tell me this one got the mega bomb batch that's, right. that's phenomenal so where where an overpass downtown yeah it was on uh what you call it like right where 75 and 85 split yeah oh they, yeah they got it fixed quick because they had to how long did but, that happen yeah. how long ago did that happen oh that was right about Two, three years ago. Oh, two, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. We just drove through there about a month and a half ago. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Phenomenal. Yeah. That's yeah. a great town. It just is a great town. It scares it used to scare my family from Pensacola when they would come up. Why? Just driving on that many lanes. On that many lanes. I love it. Yeah. You like, do whatever the hell you want on a freeway in Atlanta, <laughs> man, because you got seven lanes to choose. I'll go over here, right, and I'll go right. over here, and then I'll come back again. Atlanta saved my brother's life. How? He, um, for a short period of time, was in Atlanta, then moved back to St. Louis, and somehow in some way he got in, uh, addicted to Coke or crack or something. Mm. Yeah. We did an intervention, and then he moved back to Atlanta, and he's been... Clean, straight, sober. He, Good. he had his own mortgage company for a while, which he um, um, sold. He sold. He sold it right before the housing market crash. Oh, 2008. Yeah, he, so he got out right at the oh, the time. Yeah, he made the right move. Right? Made his money, <laughs> and a week after he sold it. Wells Fargo called him and said, hey, can we bring you in-house to... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. How yeah. Is he older or younger than you? He's older than me. He's older than wow. you. Yeah. By how much? I think five, six years. Oh, he is? Yeah. So what did you think of that when your, your brother came home, the drug addict? That must have been weird. I was actually up here, so I didn't... Oh, know. you were already up here then. Okay. Right. Okay, I see. Yeah, but uh, it was weird because when they hired him, they sent him here to... For training. Oh, yeah. This is one of the hubs. Right. Wells Fargo. They there. sent him here. He called me. He said, hey. He didn't tell me he was coming, number one. He just said, hey, <laughs> I'm in town and I'm lost. And I said, so where are you? And he started naming streets. And I said, like, stop. He's like, what? I said, stop. Pull over. You are outside my back door. He was on 44th and France. Honest to God. <laughs> I, mean, really? I lived on 40, yeah. 44th and Childwood. I told him, yeah, pull right, over. Right. I'll be there in a minute. He's that's like, what? It's like, just pull over. Don't that's go that, any uh, further. That's the sense of direction. He was like, I know I'm lost, <laughs> but I know I know somebody <laughs> I know, I know in somebody the vicinity. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, wait a minute, stop, pull over. You're in Tom's old neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> get, the the neighborhood. get the hell out of there. Get the hell out of there. Get the hell out of there. I was like, no, stop, pull over. And he was here for six months, and that's the only time I saw him. Hmm. You don't ever see him anymore? No, the whole time he was here. He oh, never... this... oh, the only time you saw him the whole time he was here? Yeah. What was he doing? His training. And? That's all he did. You should have kept him lost. <laughs> he kept finding his way back you to, to you. Keep finding him. Exactly, that'd be good. So he works for Wells Fargo in Atlanta now. Yep, well, that's, that's what's up. I might need a house. <laughs> well, we'll, so. we'll hook you up. We'll take care of you. That'll be good. No, I, I, you know, it's uh, I can never remember the name of that great restaurant in Buckhead where you can still smoke cigars in the restaurant. God, what is that thing called? Mm. Uh, it's right in right in Buckhead. It's right know. by the Terminus building, about a block away from the Terminus building. I can never remember the name of that place, and I just absolutely love it. I don't it. know. I don't think I've ever been. 
So there's a few places where you can still smoke cigarettes in, in inside yeah. in Atlanta, but hmm. I, I've never been. To, I've never been there. You smoke cigars and stuff. That's yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's shut down in L.A. Oh know yeah, that. you can't smoke. Oh outside. no, 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 not yeah. at all. They want you to smoke underwater, <laughs> which is not easy to yeah. do. Not easy to do at all, but you can get it done. It's a process. Now, the the segue you made from living in Atlanta, L.A. How did that go? Um, what do you mean? Just well, is it kind of was it kind of really odd to you? Because the people in Atlanta are nothing like the people in L.A. No, nah, yeah, it was like just Atlanta's a place where it's not really segregated or divided. No, like everybody no. is everywhere. There's, right, there's like you know, I mean, sure, there's gonna be higher concentrations of group of people in certain areas, mm-hmm. but L.A. it's like people are really in their area like yeah. wherever like and they have all these towns they have little yeah. armenia yep. they have little yeah, ethiopia right, they got right. chinatown they got koreatown they have and it's like oh like these like i'll look around and i'm like oh i must be in <laughs> i know <laughs> one of these yeah. towns because yeah. i don't see anybody else that looks any different and uh, i mean yeah it's of course it's crossover everywhere but just like i could visibly notice that like i could drive to I was like, okay, I just drove to an area that's decidedly more Hispanic. I just drove to an area that's right. definitely more black. I just right. drove to an area that's definitely more Asian. Okay, this area is definitely more white. Like, and you could just like see it like instantly. Well, the weird thing about that is all the places like Los Angeles that tell everybody out there on the talk shows and the, you know, the movies and all the rest of us, we all have to integrate and we all have to live together. And they're the last people no, that do it. No, and they, they don't, don't do it. Like, like <laughs> they get that view of being the, the liberal and, and the, you know, I mean, I guess that's how you can paint it. But I see stuff out there. I'm like, these people don't care about people. Just no. the fact that they homeless population. Yeah. Like I saw something and they like Skid Row is like 60 blocks. 60 blocks now. 60 blocks. Now, how did that happen? That's not all drug addicts. No, I mean, so, like, I've seen people, like, and I am I have compassion for homeless people because it's, yeah, of course, it's a know. situation. And I come from yeah. Atlanta and what I've seen there. But yeah. not going to lie, I got a little jaded in L.A. Because you see stuff and you're like, wow, this person has more square feet than I do. <laughs> <laughs> And they're not paying nothing. They're not paying it. No yeah, like you'll see, you'll see stuff sometimes. Like you'll see like whole little encampments on the side yeah. of the yeah. highway. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is a homeless person with a gated community. <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. And I they like just let take, it though. happen. Like yeah. they just let it happen. I know. No one does anything about no, it. No, and, the and they'll part. act like they don't see it, which mm-hmm. is crazy to me. I'm like, so like because it's everywhere. It's like you can go in Beverly Hills, right? And like. You go at night after the shops have closed down, and there's somebody pushing a cart past the Louis Vuitton store, or <laughs> yeah, like like yeah, luxury stuff, and yeah. you're like, yo, it's inescapable out here. Yeah. It's just amazing to me though, because look, what you just said. If you're talking about people with with mental illness or drug problems yeah. or alcohol problems or whatever, yeah. yeah, you feel sorry for those people, and they do need help. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't really say sorrow. It's you know like empathy, yeah. which is a good thing. Um, but then all these other people, and I, if I hear one more kid coming out of college saying, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take six months and, and feel sort of like, I want to live the homeless life, just see what it feels like. That's what people are doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who is doing this? Uh, college kids. They get out of college and they, I want to be homeless for six months just so I can know what, it, what, what, what I talk about. That's being that, romanticized as like free, yeah. you can do whatever you want, basically. It's free, yeah, it's free, and it comes with the cost of getting harassed, getting beat up randomly right. by whoever. A lot of violence in those homeless yeah. camps. A lot. Yeah. People don't realize there's that much violence. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and not just from, like, you have to deal with people who are sick and just want to hurt somebody and pick mm-hmm. on the weakest people in society. Right. Then you got to deal with other people in that community yep. who, yeah, yeah this, No, oh, I don't think it's right. the, it's not a... Uh, <laughs> No. no. People, you have to have money to even consider to want to do that. 
I would I think, think so. You'd have to have money in the bank. So with six months after you go, I'm sick of this. Yeah, yeah. you got to escape. Go to the bank and, yeah, yeah. I, there's no broke person like man. You know what? Let me cut my losses. Right. <laughs> you just go ahead and be homeless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> cut my losses. This rent is kicking my ass. That's if I just could save yeah. up rent. There you go. Yeah, I don't know this this whole thing. It, it, it's. Yeah, I really wish crazy. they wouldn't do that because it really takes the the focus. Well, first of all, people, you know, on the edges are going to look at it like, well, they, oh, they're all, no, they're all need to be homeless. The people on the right are going to be going, see, none of them need to be homeless. Right, right. They're why, not going to meet in the middle on it. You no. Know? Why not just why. spend six months and help people in those yep. situations? Yep. If all these people that want to do that take six months out and <laughs> work at one of these shelters or try to work on getting a few people right. into a better position, that's better than just, what are you, like, no, that's that's crazy to me. <laughs> no, I understand it, and I agree with you 100%. I, why, instead of living the homeless experience, why don't we help the homeless people out once you get off your ass yeah, and help them out? Yeah. I think it's just a dodge. I just think Do they, you really? they, they've hit, you know, they've graduated. They hit a point in their life where it's, you know, it's hard to go out and find a job. Right. Um, yeah, that's true. And, and they, it's cheaper than backpacking in Europe. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so they just go, oh, I think I'll live the homeless experience. It's right. like, no, that's just crap. You know, you, do, right. you don't want, you know. I mean, it, you know, when I graduated, it took something to get yourself to a point where you felt com- comfortable enough to go apply for jobs yeah, and interview yeah, yeah, and yeah, actually right. get up every morning and go to work <clears throat> and this, that, and the other. I mean, I can't tell you how I see young people working on college campuses and they have a part-time job and it's like, you know, it's like pulling teeth. Yeah. You know, they're like, I don't want to work. Then why did you take the job? Well, yeah. I need the money. Well, how do you think you're going to get money? You're going to get the money, man. <laughs> you yeah. know, nobody's going to walk up to you. And, you know, your parents are done now. Nobody else is going to walk up to right. you and hand you money. Yeah, yeah. It's... No, that is true. You know, I was thinking about that. I grew up in a family. My mother raised us. We had zero money, but we always had a place to live. Right. So yeah. I don't know how much less money you could have than zero. Right. The fact that you can't even put together. Well, so rent. much of it is just mental illness. A lot of it right. is mental. The vast illness. majority yeah. of homeless or people have addiction. something yeah. that yeah. 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 So they just they, can't they like can't think straight. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I suppose that is. True. You have a psychotic break. You get kicked out of wherever you're renting. Or then... you get in the radio. Or that <laughs> psychotic break and get right on the radio. Hey, here's something that'll shock the hell out of you. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. That's wonderful. But yeah, I I, I think it's interesting when uh, the six of us can sit in this room and go, no, what they need to do is help the people who really need the help. Yeah, that would be really nice if we could focus on that. We'll be right back. Clayton English in studio tonight and tomorrow night. Two shows, of course, at Acme, and we'll be right back. A couple of seconds with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today 
or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. This sounds really good. Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, these things, I turn them off, and I don't know I turn them off. I'm like, are we going to do anything? Oh. <laughs> Does he have to do anything? <laughs> I love that we're back. Clayton English in studio tonight, tomorrow night at Acme. We're talking about, uh, oh, we really should help the homeless people. Uh, yeah. You know, just anybody, whether it's drugs or mental illness, what I can't think. Clearly, in some areas, those are the people that need the help, not people going, I'm trying to live the experience. Like, right. Mm. Why is it always the people who talk the loudest about something? Well, for, for example, when the hashtag Me Too movement started, almost every guy that got <coughs> drilled was a pretty far-left actor or businessman. Right, right. Almost right. all of them who had been harassing women were from that group of people who right, were right. supposed to be doing things like that. Well, I think... You're not supposed to be doing none of that stuff. No, like, like no, I think you're not. I think once you get up to that level, it's a lot of stuff that's like, yo, these people are, like, it's really ingrained into yeah, just taking advantage of people and exploiting people. Like that's true. The Hollywood thing. One thing I can say is like, it's so used to screwing people over that yeah. Because of the past, they put laws into place yep. for like contractual stuff, so they can't screw people over. But right. it's like it's just picked up in other avenues, like the casting couch and oh, other stuff. So yeah, it's, no, it absolutely is. It just <clears throat> it's just really sad that all these people who stand up there and talk the loudest about we need to live as one nation, yeah. we live, but not in my neighborhood. Well, they right. do it because they feel guilty about their bad behavior. Oh, I bet you that's true. Yeah, I bet yeah. You're definitely. Right what was uh, my man uh, from? Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Did you yeah. see his last thing? Oh, yeah. he, the video he made where he was in character. <laughs> it's rather odd. <laughs> well, that like, kid. Now, kid's gonna get that case thrown out because he's a he was a bus boy, I think, and and he he, he texted his girlfriend and said, "Hey, I, Kevin Spacey's here, and he just shoved his hands down my pants and fondled me and all that stuff. And then he wants me to go back to his house. Do you think I should go?" It's like, what? No. You can't sue the guy for sticking his hand on your pants if then you go to his house and hang out. Right, you tried to double down. (laughs) No, man. No, at some point you got to get out of there, man. It's not going to get better. (laughs) Kevin Spacey. Do you ever talk to him? No. Ooh, he's one of the most unpleasant people on earth. (laughs) No. You after you said he's shoving his hands down people's hands. I don't, <laughs> hey, I don't, where's Clay? I don't think Spacey. me and Kevin have much to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you stay over there, Mr. Spacey. Yeah. We know yeah. about you. I can't see you dealing with that too well. I would not probably go over that big. Not, and that's what I want. Like even like the the like the Terry Crews thing. I was like, how bold are these people? Yeah. Now that Terry Crews thing was really sad. That whole thing is like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I, I, I know he wanted to help by coming out, but he just got. Yeah. Like, everybody yeah. was like, but yeah. you got muscles. Like, that was everybody's <laughs> reaction. Big, right. guy. Right. That's true. You got muscles. Well, how did that happen again? That was a. Um, so it was like a, a party, a cocktail party or something. A cocktail and the party. dude just like grabbed him in front of his wife. And I think he said he did it twice. And it's like, like what are you doing? Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't break his hand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He said that's what he was worried about. But I think. I don't know. I think people like there's a there's a nice gray area in between whooping somebody's ass <laughs> and not doing anything. You know what I yeah, mean? It's a nice gray area. Like if you're a big if you're a big swole dude, if you grab somebody a certain way, like hey, <laughs> don't do that again. Yeah, like yeah. your point will get across. You don't have to go straight to breaking bones or trying to snap their neck. Right, right. Use your muscles. I'm sorry. (laughs) Use your muscles. Don't do that again. And then the guy did it to him again? Yes. Yes, like repeatedly. Well, and I can see, though, as a celebrity, if he was to go, like, you know, ballistic on this yeah, guy. Yeah. Somebody would be filming it yeah. and only show him going ballistic yeah. and yeah, not know show the whole thing. You know what I mean? That is true. They will not show the whole thing. Exactly. No. No, they they because we Terry Crews lost right. his shit. Terry Crews <laughs> <laughs> goes bananas. And then, <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. That and then it'd just be him standing over the dude doing that chest flex thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, 
Yeah. He's making funny. his pecs jump. Like, yeah. he's a savage. People, though, like uh, people that want to take photos with you, a lot of times those people will do things like, really? It's, what are you doing here? Yeah, it's, it's um, yeah. Like, especially women and drunk people. Like, That's like sometimes exactly people come talking. with their lady and like, go ahead, you can grab her. I'm yeah. like, no, no, I'm, no, I want to grab her. You're right here. Well, like, that's why Keanu Reeves is making the waves right now on the internet. Like everybody loves Keanu Reeves because every picture he takes with a woman, you could see his hand like this in the yeah, back behind right. her because he yeah. won't, he will refuse to put his arm around somebody for that, that very reason. Well, that's good because I, <laughs> it'd be people taking pictures with me, and I'm like, my man, why do you have your arm around my waist? I'd be like, <laughs> like, I, I'd be move like, your hand, man, like. What are you doing? Just put your hands up like this in every picture. Yeah. If no, I, but if I'm it. taking a picture with a dude, I don't want him posing like we're at prom. Like, <laughs> get your hand off That's me. That's a good point. When I hug women now, well, men too. Uh-huh. You know how usually you hug somebody like this? Yeah. When I hug people now, I do it like this. Yeah. Right. I just hold on to their shoulder blades. I just give them a hug right. like that. It's like, here, my hands are right here. You see it? it? Uh. It's difficult because it's some people, you know, like you try not to hug, and then some people, like, you try to shake some women's hand. Oh, I don't shake hands. I want to hug. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then you get yeah. to the next one, and she's like, I don't touch yeah. people. Oh. <laughs> you're like, all right. Like, <laughs> I got the rules down now. Right, right. Yeah, it's it, bouncing from person to person. Do you think it's possible to tell a joke anymore that doesn't offend somebody somehow? Oh, everybody loves to be. They just want to be offended. So yeah, bad. yeah. But I don't. I don't. I don't buy their. I don't buy their offendedness. No, I don't either. I don't. Because you're going to be ungenuine. Yeah, a lot of it is yeah, because genuine. half the time you didn't even hear what the person said. Right. You're listening. They, they went yeah. down a path. They mm-hmm. said one word that you associate with something that you didn't like, and now you're gone. You checked right. out of the joke. You didn't even follow through to the punchline right. to actually see where it was going. And that's a big thing about how jokes work. It's A lot of times it's misdirection. I want you leaning one way so I can hit you with something right. else. But if you tune out as soon as I say something and you're already thinking of your comeback, it's just like, you know, if, you, yeah. if you're having a conversation with somebody and they're you know, already thinking about what to say to one-up you. Yep. Like, I feel like that's a lot of people out there like, oh, well, that's that's not true how I believe it, and I've got something to say, and it's like their mind never shuts up long yeah. enough to even, like, like listen to the whole joke first. That's all I'll say, and then see if you're still offended. No, it, it no. this is an example on, on the morning show this morning. I made a comment about, because um, like I said, I, I'm, I'm pretty centrist, so I, I talk about both sides, and they're both driving me nuts because they can't be nice to one another, and they right. do nothing but argue and drive. And I said, I, I just wish President Trump would be a little more, you know, ease up a little more on this whole, we're going to bomb somebody, and then 10 minutes later you go, no, we're not going to bomb somebody. Right. I wouldn't do that because you're making people really uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, a former U.S. Navy guy uh, sent me an email and said, no, I didn't. President Trump has every reason to threaten Iraq or Iran like that. And and that's not what I said. I just said, I wish, make up your mind before you go to the microphone. Yes. You can't come and go, yeah, we're going to bomb the hell out of them. And they turn around and go, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're not going to bomb the hell out of (laughs) them. Right. That's not. Don't do that. I almost wonder if he's. He does that so that no one knows what to believe. So he can say whatever he wants. I guess. So it's like, you know. If he says something and it doesn't happen, he's like, well, yeah, that's what I do. But then if it does happen, right. he can say, oh, well, I told you it was going to happen. If he says everything, you can't say he never said it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly say right. He everything. says everything. He just checks off everything. Yep, exactly. I've, I've said it all, even though I said the opposite. You can just ignore that part. <laughs> I don't really understand. And what is this thing... Uh, I don't even know the, these investigations they're doing. Everybody's investigating everybody else. That's true. But Jerry Nadler, for some reason, kept referring to Hope Hicks as Miss Lewandowski. It's like, don't you know who you're talking to? <laughs> That's crazy. I like, mean, you he, need... <laughs> like, and she finally had to say to him, sir, my name is Miss Hicks. It's not Miss Lewandowski. Where did he get that name from? I think she maybe dated Corey Lewandowski or whatever his name is for a while. Oh, so but he was never married to her. Right, he knew. He knew oh, so he was just trying to trying to get a rise out of her, say something. That's there. what I'm thinking, but because he can't be that dimwitted. Right, right. There's no <laughs> way. 
I told him though. I I, did, I called him. I said, Jerry, get that eyebrow fixed. <laughs> and one eyebrow is about an inch over the other one. Like, like that. Like, get that one eyebrow fixed and get back. Constantly concerned. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. You know, dude, I'm sure? very I'm very concerned about this. I don't know these. I, I just. People actually do believe them, though. When they go on these rants, people go, oh, that's true. No, no. it's not. No. Like, like, you can make any, like, if you say anything loud enough and enough times, people going to start to believe. Like, I mean, people are like, oh, well, Trump lies. And I'm like, that's what politicians do. Like, all yeah, politicians really. that's what they do. do it. Like, it's I don't know true. why you're looking for somebody to tell you the truth. I know. Like, that's what I say. Like, I tell people, like, if you look at politics for what it really is, you're picking somebody that's going to lie to you right. the way you like to be lied to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be honest with yourself. Figure it out. That's I know how I like true. to be lied to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to be prettier and smarter than yeah, me. Well, there you go. And then I don't mind at yeah. all. That, that thing is just fine. And so. if you're smarter than me, I don't know I'm being lied to because I probably don't know what those words mean. So <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's... I don't know. The whole situation is rather bizarre to me. The, the, well, first of all, I don't think it's a good, good idea that people, we were talking about this earlier, that, that people can just hop on Twitter or Facebook and all of a sudden 8 billion people go after this one thing and there's no proof it ever happened. Right. But they'll do it anyway just because uh, it, it gives them something to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I guess. I guess they're bored with it. You know, like JB. Down there, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You're asleep every week Why? you fall asleep. I do not. Yes, you do. I'm in deep thought. Meditation. Meditation. He's soaking in everything you say. Yes, saying. I hear every word you guys say. I proved it over and over that's again. True. <laughs> I suppose He true. listens with his ears. Yes, I do. Not his eyes. That's very true. He does not listen with his eyes. I know that is absolutely true. So, I mean, here's an example of what I'm talking about. It's not even political. It's a business thing. The Tampa Bay Rays say they're going to play their summer games in uh, Tampa Bay, but then when it gets late fall or chills, the second half of the season they want to play in Montreal. There's no way that's ever going to happen. No, why would they want to go to Montreal? Because they can't draw anybody. Right in down. And Nobody oh. goes at all. And, oh. and Montreal has become the latest ultimate threat. Yeah. Oh. Right. Oh, has it? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's no way that Tampa Bay is going to let them do half their games at their stadium every year. Is it because no. it's too hot? Honestly, it's in. No, they no, don't go to a, even in the spring. They don't go to the game. It's oh. a it's a bad location. It is a bad stadium too. And bad stadium. And most of the people down there retired from someplace else, and yeah. they have and they allegiance. They yeah. have allegiance to right, New York, right. Boston, mm-hmm. wherever. Because Tampa's been pretty decent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're not bad. I mean, they're not a bad team at all. They've won a couple of World Series, and yeah, every time they've won a World Series, then the owner turns around and would sell off the players. Yeah. Well, that's Miami, right? Yeah, Miami. Oh, yeah, Miami's that's the one you're the, thinking of. Right. Yeah, he's, as soon as he wins the World Series, he sells everybody. Right, right. <laughs> like, man. Well, if you get top dollar for him. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you don't want to go back? You don't want another? No, <laughs> one is enough. <laughs> One's enough. No, we're good. Yeah, you don't want to win several in a right, row, do you? Right, right. Yeah, I, I just once again, this is it. This is somebody kind of making stuff up as they go along and posing as one thing because there's no way the MLB, the Major League well, Baseball, said, let that happen. Well, they said it would be a logistical nightmare for like not for their athletes but their employees because yes. now, God, yes. now you're different dealing with the taxation, and medic, uh, medical stuff and whatnot of two mm. different countries. And Oh, absolutely. You're paying taxes in yeah. both Florida and in Canada. There's right. no doubt about that. And Montreal, they used to be the Expos, right? That's right. correct. What yeah. happened to them? They, what uh, team are they now? Or are they the they ones in Tampa Bay, aren't they? No, they're the, uh, they're <clears throat> the Washington Senators. Oh, that's oh right. the okay. Senators. Yeah, that's right. cool, yeah, cool. Right. Okay. So yes. they're trying to get a team back in Montreal, but yes. not get a team back in Montreal. I guess that's, I guess that's exactly well, what we're talking Montreal about. Montreal wants a team, right. but I They think... don't want the Devil Rays. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> send us your Tampa Ooh, rejects. Who the Devil Rays? They, they don't allow them to call them that anymore. Did you know that? No. Oh, yeah, they had, they made them drop the devil, devil. part of it. Right. 
Oh, because people would not. They said we don't want to follow a team called the Devils. Oh, God. It's like, hmm. It's they, devil, it, right? All the merchandise Duke sells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's exactly right. They, they, um, yeah, you're right. They had a throwback uniform last year that had devil rays. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, Devil Ray is an animal, though. Right, yeah. it's, an, it's so, an actual animal. It's yeah. not the devil. And Why damn are people it, so afraid of that? They are devils. <laughs> they are. Aren't they the ones that killed my man, the crocodile hunter? Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah. man. That's and right. Stabbed him right if, through the heart. If anybody deserved devil on their neck, <laughs> <laughs> it's that Ray right it's there. It's those little flat sea <laughs> 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 you know? creatures. We will be right back with segment three right after this. Clayton English. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. I'm talking to Neil Sheehy, ex-NHL defenseman. Neil, you've had a great success following the Nutramost Wellness Plan. How much weight did you lose, and what makes Nutramost different from all those other programs out there? Tom, I dropped over 63 pounds in 44 days, but more importantly, I know how to keep it off. In addition to my success, I have two brothers and two sisters who had great success on the Nutramost Wellness Program. And collectively, we all lost a total of 222 pounds on the program. My brother and I were so impressed that we decided to open up a clinic in Plymouth. Find out how and why Nutramost is unlike any other weight loss plan by attending the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, June 24th, at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Register for the Nutramost dinner or schedule your immediate consultation. Call 763-333-7337. That is 763-333-7337. are the champions. We were just talking about water, and it is uh, uh, 99%, uh, I'm sure that it's true, that, it, that New York has some of the cleanest water in the United States, probably the cleanest water in the United States. And as you go west, it gets more and more filled with iron. I can I can see that. I have not drank any tap water in Los Angeles. <laughs> no, like, that's a good idea. Like right? everyone in Los Angeles. Like yes. I don't, I spend so much on bottled water. Or, yeah. Well, they have the new alkaline water where you get right. it out the jug yep. so it's a little cheaper, but... Yeah. Still putting it in a bottle. And you got a, <laughs> one of those soda streams, don't you? Yes, I do. How is that? We use it all the time. Oh, do you? Like flavors and stuff? Actually, we've just been drinking unflavored seltzer water. water. Yeah. Oh, seltzer oh water. really? Yeah. yeah I you like can it. make your own. But you can put flavors in it, yeah. Right, right. And it's a lot less sugar, right? Well, there's no sugar if you do it like just seltzer water. Oh. Or if you put like an uh, extract in it. Like you can, I've been putting like a little bit of cherry extract in mine. Yeah. And yeah, there's no sugar or calories or anything. Okay. Safe soda. <laughs> Pretty much. I haven't had a soda in a good little while, man. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, I'm not making this up, by the way. I like cherry, like you know, cherry Pepsi and all that stuff. Yeah. So they didn't have it. This place where I played golf. This is several years ago. And something not that great happened, which got me away from ever trying this again. But they have those very tall styrofoam cups, right? Yeah. So I just figured I'd get a Diet Pepsi or Diet Coke or whatever. And then I'd bring some cherry cherry extract with me <laughs> and put it in the thing. So I did that, and I'm walking along. All of a sudden, my hand gets wet, and I look down. The extract was eating the styrofoam. Wow. Like, oh, yeah, if it's alcohol-based. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. I mean, it ate the entire cup. 
Whatever. It all worked out. It was good. It was delicious for a minute. <laughs> well, uh, until the styrofoam particles <laughs> started. Styrofoam got mixed in with it. <laughs> and that wasn't too tasty. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. That was not tasty at all. So, I, you know, it's basically what we're doing here today is we're solving all the world's problems. Oh, yeah. And that's all there is to it. Yeah, right? it's not. It's, I mean, if you just sit down with a dedicated group of people, it don't take that long, man. No, it doesn't. Oh, I got to tell you something, though. Last week, there's a woman... You're going to have to edit this. Because last week, this the woman got a hold of my personal email. And I don't know how she got a hold of it. But she sent me an email that said, fuck you, I hate you. Mm. That was the whole email, right? And I'm going, why was she so upset about that? And I, was, uh, I found out she was a an educator. Uh, not a teacher, she's an <laughs> educator. Because I said, we're talking about this uh, last week, that... You know, all these all these way, way far lefties, and they're talking this, that, and the other thing. I said, i got to be honest with you. If I were black in America today, I'd be very, very scared of opening our borders. Because once there are more more Spanish people than there are black people, they're going to leave black people in the dust. Right. They I mean, you know that's true, <laughs> well, don't it's you? It's already happened. It's already kind of happening, to tell you the truth. Right. It's like, and she was very offended by that. It's like, why? Because you know it's true. I mean, they're already—it's already happening in some areas. Yeah. I just wish once again. Here's what I—they like want to do. what you call it. They want a—they uh, want a model minority, and I don't think That's, we fit that mold no, a lot of times. I think, so I think you're 100 percent. Well, yeah. Asians were that, but now they're not really a minority. Yeah, no. Right. The fact you want to keep them out of Harvard. Do you see yeah. that? When oh, Asians, Asians have to have yeah. higher test scores to get into right. in university than wow. Well, I mean, but you know that's <laughs> part of the part of that is because they were only like that's the to for people to get over here in the past. You had to have already been established in your country because they didn't just want yep. like oh yeah like service workers coming over here. So right. you're a doctor over there, come over here. Yeah. You're smart yeah. over there, come over here. Like and uh -huh. like they kind of. Built it up like that, but they don't talk about that. But yeah. no, they do yeah. not talk about that. Yeah, but Asians have to score higher on the test to get into Harvard. <laughs> wow, you can't do that. No, that's crazy. But they, but I, you know, as I work around campus, probably one out of every two or three students is Asian. On at the University of Minnesota. Oh yeah. So they get in anyway. No matter they got new rules, they're getting in anyway. Right. That's hilarious. And that's why they don't. Uh, they don't count towards um, uh, affirmative action. No, they don't, right. That's exactly Oh, right. that's crazy. Yeah. Affirmative action. <laughs> Could we just treat everybody the same? Well, <laughs> everybody gets treated the same. How you, about that? And you were talking about earlier how certain people in certain areas want to point out all the bad things. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And then they don't do anything about it. They just point it out. No, that's what they've been doing in North Minneapolis since I was a little boy. <laughs> the uh, Here are the number one, two, three, four, and five states in racial in, uh, inequality. Inequality? Inequality. Top five states in the United States. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, number one, Wisconsin. Yeah, I could see that. Number two, Minnesota. Doesn't surprise me in the least. Number three, South Dakota. Okay. Number four, Illinois. And number five, Iowa. So it's, a whole so it's all in the Midwest. <laughs> they because all it's all BS. Right. I've been I couldn't, people that for years. <laughs> I couldn't, what you call it? I can't confirm those. <laughs> I haven't been. I haven't been to enough of them. Haven't been to enough of them. But North Dakota, that sounds about right. No, South Dakota. South, South Dakota. Oh, South, South Dakota. Dakota. Okay. But there's only like three cowboys there, so you're good to go. Right, but you know, any state that doesn't have, you know, if nobody disputed the borders, yeah. Like if you just got a straight line as your outline for your state, like 
That's pretty much South Dakota. Yeah, the I'm one not. Little area. Nobody even wanted it. Like, <laughs> like, like, it was like, so, so, where's the property? Just keep going. Just walk <laughs> so you can't. Like, nobody was like, hey, this is my, this is our right. garden right here. That's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. Does that surprise you, JB? Having living here, been living here for so long. No, not with the passive, because it also ties in the passive aggressive. No doubt. We know what's best for. Yeah. You know, yeah. We know we know what's best for black people. We know what's best for this group. We know, you know, and it's like yeah, they do. They know what's best for you. There's right. no doubt. <laughs> oh, they absolutely. I I know what's best for you guys. They so. never sit down and have a conversation. No, right, right. You know, it's, it's like, no, we got all the answers over here, right. and and then they try to take their answers and put it in that area, that community, or whatever, and then wonder why it never worked. Right. Because you, you didn't consult so, anybody. <laughs> well, you don't want to start doing that. I don't want to start taking advice from people. Right, right. You know, you want to start doing that. What I do you know. mean you don't want to Whole Foods? Like, <laughs> that's the first step. I do like that Whole Foods, though. It's, yeah, I had to get used to spending like $20 on a loaf of bread. Oh, man. It's, man. That's it's, it's even, uh, they got one even worse in L.A. It's called Gelson's. Gelson's? And I guess it's like the... I don't know, boutique of supermarkets. Or, <laughs> I don't know. The it's upper, just the upper crust. Yeah, like it's. <laughs> I love it. Like I just like I, it's a it's a comedy spot I go to, and I'll park in their parking lot, and I had never been in there. Oh right. And so I was like coming back from the show, and I was like, well, let me just go in here, grab some things I needed. I spent more time in there asking questions than really? buying anything. I was like, is this lemonade really cost this much? <laughs> Is this for one bottle, or do they refill it? When it, is this a juice subscription? Is that what I'm signing up for? Like I pay this every month, and I never run out of juice. That's what you're telling that's, that's me with this price. Right? Yeah, no, it's true. I, Whole Foods. I went there, and I, I like their food. Well, some of their, I don't like their deli stuff. I'm not wild about their. Their deli, deli a little, it's a little, it's a little lacking. A little, can... little honky like. <laughs> well, is it all like health food? Yeah, a lot. Of, it's just boring. Yeah, so probably a health. No yeah. flavor. So I got, I got tuna salad, like a you know the larger container. What is a quart size? Yeah, quart. Right. Well, tuna salad was twenty two dollars. Wow, <laughs> it's tuna salad. Wow, I mean, how could tuna salad be twenty two dollars? Yeah, what can you put into this tuna well, they're salad? They're obviously not using Stark as tuna. No, that's what I'm saying. They <laughs> yeah, actually, they really using Charlie the tuna. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they should have glasses and a little hat on. <laughs> Well, you know, Amazon has pledged to try to put them out of business. Try to put Whole Foods? Well, they, Amazon owns them, don't they? Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah, they, they bought, bought them. them so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they did put them out of business yeah. by buying wow. them, basically. That's wow. Exactly right. That's how it takes you out of business. <laughs> give me that. Just give me that. Yep. I think that's the, new, that's the new move, man. Just get you a business that Amazon can buy. Yeah, right. pretty much. Yeah, no kidding. They Not say they need idea. help delivering all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. they said they're... They were given, like, I, I don't know if it's true, but I read it somewhere that they were given delivery drivers money to start up their own delivery service because they need more. Yeah, it yeah. makes like, sense. Yeah, like, they don't need just one delivery driver. We need you to have six, seven drivers. And, yeah. yeah. I, well, I suppose because it's all off the shelf now. It's, yeah. yeah. I ordered some from Amazon on Monday, and it was like a supplement thing. Mm-hmm. And I said free delivery, so I just hit free delivery. I don't know what it was doing. It showed up like three hours later. Yeah, like, that's a little scary. Yeah, yeah. That's a little frightening. And this is before they using really the drones. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this right, is... exactly. But yeah, it was there within three hours. They had delivered it. On. Like somebody sitting outside your house with most of the yeah. stuff. Like, <laughs> Let me see if I got that. Yup. Here's what Tom wants. Like, here's what he ordered last month. So I know he's gonna do it again. I don't know. It's it's very convenient. It is very very nice, and they do a pretty good job of describing the the thing like like supplements that kind of thing. They do mm-hmm. a really nice job of telling right. what it's all about. Right. So I don't know. I do think Jeff Bezos is a psychopath, though. Uh, I mean, I mean, he has to be. You got a billion. You you uh, you you get that billion. You you a villain. Yep. <laughs> you snow other way a, a super villain. Uh, yeah. Right. Billion That's what I'm now. saying. They said yeah. in order for him to not, I think it was not make any more money, mm-hmm. like 
he can't get rid of all the money he has, yeah, but the best right. he can yeah. do is not make anymore. And he would have to spend like it's something ridiculous, like millions a day or weeks or something like they that. They said, and what was the amount of money, Andy, that if Jeff Bezos is walking down the street and there's a certain, and it's a large amount of money, that if he bent over to pick it up, he'd lose money picking it up. Because wow. it wasn't enough to cover his time yeah. picking it up. Wow, that's <laughs> My God. crazy. That is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, nah. Anybody who got a billion, I mean, I'm glad for you. But I also look at you like you got some sharks with lasers on their head. Like, <laughs> you know, you got a... Like, you think Oprah don't have an ice fortress? Come on, man. She well, has to. Yeah, yeah. I think she you're has right to. God, we have our Hollywood reporter this morning pulled a quick one. He's going, he's running down these lists about who's who has the most expensive airplane, and it was Oprah, and it was uh, who else was it? But then one of them he said, Paul Allen. Paul Allen's been dead for two years, right. but other than that, right, <laughs> so you might want to do a little, you know, a little reconnaissance, uh, updated, a little updating. Yeah, Paul Allen doesn't have an airplane anymore. He's dead. But who the hell, they said somebody had a $225 million airplane. Wow. Oh, the Salt in the Brunei. That's oh, what it is. Well, salt in the Brunei. Right. I love the story. You know, Mayo Clinic down in Rochester, Minnesota, world-famous clinic, you know, really, really good. So the Salt in the Brunei comes here to go to that clinic mm-hmm. because it's the best clinic in the world, I guess, right. right? And a woman called into the show. This is several, a long, long time ago now, but she calls into the show and goes, Tommy, the Salt in the Brunei just left here. And I said, yeah, what's, a, what's a, yeah, what, and so what? She goes, he left me a tip on the bed. I goes, I do that all the time. She goes, how much you leave on the bed? And I go, like a $20 bill? Well, he left $150,000 wow. in cash. Wow. <laughs> $150,000 in cash on the bed and left. That's a t- See, that's the type of rich people. Right. That's that's how you're supposed you to be rich. Yeah, there you go. Jeff Bezos, take notes. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to agree with that. If you're not leaving enough tip for her to get kidnapped. Yeah, she can kidnap bringing the tip home. Yeah, like you can't even tell nobody. Hey, like, listen, yeah, I can't make just, it home because I got She robbed. was just tipped life-changing money. Yes. 150 yes. grand in cash. I wouldn't have told anybody. No. No. I don't want to pay any taxes. No, this, is, this is off the books. <laughs> All the way off the books. What's that I mean, strange bag you carry? Don't worry about it. Now, don't worry about it. I would have walked home with it all stuffed in my pants like a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> like, where you going? I'm going home. Oh, man, <laughs> I'm not feeling home. well. <laughs> How many times did you hear that growing up? Uh, hey, what's that? Don't worry about it. I hear that all the time yeah. in the ghetto. They, what's that? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. No, none of you. Okay, Don't worry man. about it. None of you. None of your business. None of your business, man. That's exactly it. Clayton English at Acme tonight. Two shows tomorrow night. Two shows. Clayton, great to see you. Sir. Man, thanks to be here, man. Glad to be back, man. As always. As always. Brandon, you did a great job not talking into the mic on the other chair. You set the mic up and then you didn't even, didn't even talk. It. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Typical. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family. Yeah.